Welcome to the Effects Loop. I'm Scott. I'm Chris. And I'm Diaz. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. episode is brought to you by Stringjoy, maker of custom wound strings for your playing pleasure. Um, I think all of us are currently rocking some Stringjoys on a number of our guitars right now. Uh, and I guess one of the things I'll bring up is, so I switched to these from a coded string recently, and I'm still like, I'm like two or three months into some of these sets. Are you guys having similar kind of like, they're lasting a lot longer than I thought they would? Uh, well, that's only because I only get to play like once every six months. So uh, there's no sense in me like changing strings every month if I'm not using it. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I have I've had like pr- really good longevity out of them. So if, if that's one of those things that's kind of like holding you back, I, I think take a look at that. That's a uh, like they break in very gradually. It's not the you put them on one day and then the, uh, the next day they're a different set. At least that's the experience we found. So, uh, you know, if that's something that's holding you back and thinking about trying them out, um, I'd encourage you to take a look at them and give this kind of, this process a second chance. Um, And I think that brings us into what's new. So, Chris, what's going on with you? Uh, I am out of town this week, so just kind of normalize the weird audio on my end. That's why. (laughs) But, no uh, new, no new toys. I, I think you had a story no, about playing out recently, didn't you? I uh, played out last Sunday. Uh oh yeah. Uh, I remember now what you're referring to. So, you know how I'm sure most of our viewers probably um, know what like planning center is, but if you don't, it's uh, for church musicians. Uh, you put you know, your song sheets, song examples, so YouTube links, Spotify, whatever. Um, and you let them practice. So I practiced that week and everything was like relatively simple. I've played at other places relatively the same way. So I wasn't like too worried about it. Show up day of, we end up doing everything freaking like gossip, not, not even gospel style, like R&B gospel-esque. Style. Like Kirk Franklin, yeah, like something like way, way, way out of my like wheelhouse. Like if you're throwing me into like an old country gospel church, sure, I can like fake it. But you throw me into that, it's like mm, no, you're 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 gonna get what you get. Sorry if it's bad, but there's you're like, like I, no. You're like I, I don't even tan. <laughs> like there's no way I'm so white. Like like that's not gonna happen. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and they, what gets me is we're in a suburban church to like like upper middle class upper class like that kind of like situation and we're doing that it's like not, not, not saying that's a bad thing but it's like this is definitely not the crowd that would appreciate that <laughs> did they give you 
so like in planning center like i get like example tracks of how the song should go did they they give you gospel versions or did they give nope. you like straight we up hill song and like we gave they gave us hill song jesus culture elevation whatever <laughs> artist we were doing that week they gave us those so it's like okay i'm probably gonna be sitting here doing like ambient stuff the entire time so i'll listen to it make sure i know my chords and you know relatively be okay get in there and we're doing it that style and it's like mm, okay <laughs> I, can't I would just love sit to have just sat there and watch. Be done. <laughs> I would have given money to sit there and watch you do that. Yeah. <laughs> Show up with a Billy's Joe Armstrong uh, signature model too. And like knowing <laughs> you, you're, you've got like a half rack full of. Uh, yeah, I mean, like I, I had my uh, Armstrong signature and like my full pedal board and stuff. And it's like, okay, I could have gotten away with like literally just bringing my amp pedal and a guitar instead of dragging everything. You should have gone full. Uh, what is it? I heart radio or whatever. Billy Joe Armstrong. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> you okay over there? I did no, have I, my, uh, Tully deluxe with me. So I could have like smashed that and been fine. You're like, you're like 15 years. I've been playing guitar for 15 years and this is what they do to me. <laughs> and, and then the bass player just starts breaking his cause he doesn't know what's going on. He's like, I guess we're breaking guitars this service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that would have oh, definitely man. like triggered all of the old people that boy's got the devil in him <laughs> I seen it I seen it Charlie no I'm not going to be quiet no, <laughs> I, every time I bring my Billy Joe Armstrong to church I always end up like posting on my personal Instagram like a Jesus of suburbia reference just to see if I can piss anybody off like taking like deliberately <laughs> taking a picture of the guitar in church and making up something like semi spiritual and then you know just doing it. Surprisingly, it hasn't worked yet. I even posted it in PNW and it actually went fine. They let me down. I mean, I feel like if anyone actually got the reference, they would be down with what you're doing, though. Yeah, this is true. I'm surprised we didn't have a. Diaz's best friend in there, like hounding down on me. <laughs> I love the evil laugh from Scott. So, uh, I, I guess that brings us to you, Diaz. What's uh, what's going on with you? Uh, absolutely nothing so far this week. Um, I've got stuff coming to me. Did I already say what I? You did well, not. It's our, it's out of the bag now. So if you've followed us on Instagram, I got tagged. I ordered a wiring harness from Gun Street. Did I? I didn't tell them. About, right? No, this uh, is uh, all new to the cast. Welcome, new, welcome, n- new people. Um, but I got a, a, a harness from Gun Street Wiring. Um, I heard about them from the Gear Slum and all that, and you know I've been watching them. And and honestly, I'm not a person who's great at soldering and the like technical parts of the guitar like doing all the wiring all that so uh it, the harnesses are pretty cool i got i got a harness once before from emerson and that was for a telly so kind of excited i'm gonna put it on my sg i needed to get some upgraded pots and uh i had one pot that was starting to crackle so i was just like well might as well go for it and so i and i wanted a kill switch and this is like the coolest part because I'm a big Tom Morello fan. Um, 
I know quite a bit of their stuff, but I I wanted a kill switch installed in a button style. And I, I messaged him. I was like, you know, what, if, you know, could you replace, you know, one of the like the tone pot, one of the tone pots and just have one tone control for both pickups and turn the other spot into a kill switch. And he was like, well, why don't you check this out? And he sent me a pot that actually is, has a built in kill switch. So it just put whatever cover you want on it and it just slightly goes in and it kills the signal. So he talked me into that and I'm really freaking excited to get that in. That should be pretty cool. I mean, that's a, I've never seen that in a, in a pot. I've always seen it like the arcade button added or something like that. So well, that's, that's kind of what I was thinking about was like the arcade button and he showed me that and I was like, that's absolutely perfect. Cause it'll, it's just, it's easy. I don't have to move in a kind of a weird way cause it's going to be on the tone control for the bridge pickup. I think is the way he has it wired. And, um, it's going to be pretty cool. And he did some cool things like he did, uh, I guess matching like the value matching. Yeah. He matched your pots with your pickups, right? Yes. So he asked me, he asked me what pickups I had. I told him about the Lambertones, the Crimas, and, um, he looked up the information and I guess he spent quite a while getting the pots with the right values. So it's, I mean, it's just really cool. I'm really excited. Uh, so I got to place an order with them and I, I've so far doing the custom wiring, just dealing with uh, the guys over there. It was just really cool. It was a good conversation. So I'm going to get it wired in and I'll let everyone know how it goes. So it should be pretty easy. I just got to pretty much connect two points. Or four yes. points. Yeah, I need a wiring kit for my other juniors. I'm definitely looking forward to seeing how you like those. Yeah, I'm pretty pumped. Because honestly, there hasn't been a whole lot of people jumping in the harness game, it seems. Or maybe I'm just kind of blind to it. I know Emerson's the big one, and like no one else has really seems like gone up against him. I'm it's, sure kind of unique, it's kind of a unique market. Yeah. So. Yes, I mean, a lot of people are either DIY or just have their tech do it, and not, there's not much of a middle road, if I had to assume. Yeah, people who like cool stuff but are too stupid to do it themselves. <laughs> Seems are like there should be a bigger market. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> completely. No, no, completely. I'm just thinking, I'm just like, there's got to be more people like me, though. There's got to be a bigger market. Listen, no. I've, talked, I've talked to a lot of people online. <laughs> the market's there for... <laughs> That's why we have. Yeah, I mean, like, there's so many like forum pages of like, how do I wire that? Yeah, just pay someone to do it, and then they just send it to you, and you get to feel like you actually accomplished something. Someone will be like, "Oh, that's really cool." I'll be like, "Yeah, I put that in there." Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott. So uh, I guess oh, it'd be really awkward if you asked yourself. Yeah, um, sorry, I got distracted. Scott Marcourt just texted me. Uh. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you had to drop that name there. Um, Yeah, I don't think I have a lot new guitar-wise this week. Yeah. You got um, stuff up for sale. I'm actually like negative gear right now because I've been trying to sell or... Um, I just sent out something. Um, uh, yeah. So, uh, I got nothing new. So, let's just kind of jump into gear here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, First thing on the list is the Tosin Abasi. Am I, I'm saying his name right. 
right? Sure. That's the way sure. I hear it in my head. <laughs> um, in collaborate, collaboration with Brian Wampler, the pathos distortion. Yeah, so it looks like a Wampler pedal for the most part. Because I guess... Well, uh, I, it I, is I guess, made by Wampler. Well, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> I'm trying to describe it. And uh, it has, like, kind of alien writing is what it looks like. Like, not any... It's like, like when you think of, like, outer space writing. It, it looks like the same font they used on, like, Alien yeah. or, like, those yeah. kind of movies. Yeah, but it's really, uh, it's really slick. I mean, it sounds pretty good. Handles, I mean, because Tosin has such a wide dynamic or wide frequency range that he covers with, because he does the, is it eight strings? He does. Yeah. So yeah, um, sounds pretty good. Uh, so what do you what are you guys thinking about how? Tosin's kind of creating his own brand. I mean, Eddie Van Halen does it. So, I mean, that's like, you know, you've got the Eddie Van Halen guitars. That's who is branded, but Fender makes them. So, is it Fender? I, I'm pretty or, sure. Uh, Ernie Ball. I, no. Hey, unless Ernie you're talking Ball's, about like the old Frankenstein one. No, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, well, it's the new, it's the new Strat style. Like, uh, it's a, is it either them or Jackson? But Fender owns Jackson, so. Oh, wait, hold on. Someone's going to tell us how Fender doesn't actually own Jackson. Jackson well, owns actually, himself. Actually. <laughs> Who was that? Was it Michael and then it was Jeff? Newman, yeah. <laughs> I love how, you know what? Everyone just has a podcast so we can pick on Michael Newman. <laughs> That's it. And he doesn't get to retort until he has to type it in a group. It, it usually happens right about 5.30 on Wednesday mornings because I'm at work or it's like right around 5 o'clock. <laughs> I see it and I always like it, but I don't comment back. Not because I don't want to talk to him. That just sounded mean. Gosh. How dare you? I'm sorry. Well, I guess we're going two Wamplers in a row. Yeah. So, also in related, we have the Wampler Fuzzstration Fuzz. But it's an octave pedal. It also has an octave in it, yes. So, yeah. Fuzz, octave, together. Have you guys given this one a listen yet? Yeah, I've heard some of the stuff. Uh, they did a really cool release, um, which uh, this is foreshadowing. And uh, it was really cool. They teased it. Uh, every day like every day had a different thing and when they released it it was uh like five different demo people and it would go like one after another so it was, that was a really cool video i think everyone should do something like that at some point it was really well synchronized yeah for sure jason wilding good job i think yeah. he was kind of the brains behind that one so there's there's always kind of i i don't know if you guys are getting kind of dirt pedal exhaustion uh but yeah you know it, it's like every week on the show we have at least one fuzz that we talk about and one that we cut from the list and um this one got me interested because it really seems to have a lot of range to it yeah uh who was it is it jay leonard jay is that the demoer yeah he did a fantastic demo i love his demos though because i like the, his style of playing um, oh, and how he just grins into the into the camera the uh, whole time, yeah. so you're just like infected by his happiness. Oh, and he's playing that gorgeous uh, Yamaha Revstar. 
Ooh. The, the, I'm pretty sure it's the exact one that I wanted. I don't think it, it might not have the uh, the Bigsby on it, but it was the like blue denim. Nice. Hmm. I thought so, you were you were in love with a green one. No, I think it's like a blue denim with like the secret racing stripe. Maybe I don't know. We didn't talk about it. It's a secret. <laughs> oh my goodness. I'm sorry. I was trying to see how long I could keep it. (laughs) (laughs) So, so yeah, it does a lot of range. It seems to do big muff to tone bender to like, it hits all the styles. It seems like, which I'm, I'm really surprised by. And then, um, the other interesting part that I I think is underappreciated is how it can, it's not one of those, like it's sensitive to buffers. Yeah. We can run at nine to eighteen volts too. Yeah, and it can starve out. Like, it, oh yeah, it's it's a Swiss Army knife of fuzz pedals, and so um, normally I, I'm like a, I'm not a big fuzz guy, but this one really got my attention. Yeah, this looks really cool. I want to play one. Uh, it's going to be a minimum advertised price of one ninety nine ninety seven. So the price isn't crazy either. I mean, no. Yeah. We're watching sort of prices start to creep up on a lot of this stuff, and so it's it's pretty cool to see it still saying like lots of features and staying under the two hundred dollar price point. Yeah, I guess a lot of people have been there's been people who've been talking about like the tariffs and stuff like that. Yeah. So Well, uh those are fully domestically made. Are they the, I mean, well, I'm talking I mean, about the, they have the to components buy the aren't, but yeah, that's what I'm talking about. No, a lot of people um I mean, even if it's made here, they talk about components and stuff like that i'm just messing around that has nothing to do with anything i got bored <laughs> i really don't know anything about tariffs so you've been hanging out in the regular gear talk too much <sighs> come on let's go scott move forward so we can get off my right. stupidity so next thing up is the spruce effects at the gale has been announced we could do a whole 30 minutes on just trying to guess what the blurred image is. Uh, well, it says what it is. I'm just, just saying. Sorry, Chris, you're, you, yeah, so no, you're I'm expecting about... Diaz to read the ad copy before we go <laughs> no. watch your episode? Listen, no, you dicks. O- open no, the I'm page. So... <laughs> and no, you... Screw you guys. Listen, <laughs> I was talking about like what the image is supposed to be, not if what I the damn guess, pedal it looks is. Like a wave it looks like it looks like freaking SpongeBob's house is getting knocked into Squidward's yeah. house by a reindeer and Santa Claus. That's I, I exactly would imagine it's like. going to have something to do with trees in a strong wind. I got a strong wind for you. Keep it up. Can I say you got a strong tree? <laughs> no. What? I think Chris was trying to make a dick joke. I don't think it worked. Nope. It seemed like it was a little flaccid. They have pills for that. Just saying. Um, <laughs> it's a hard one to get. Oh. <laughs> I was just wondering why you went with the wind when that one was wide open to you. That's what she said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So right, the Gale <laughs> is uh, a discrete op-amp distortion in fuzz circuit with NOS germanium gain and clipping stages, which is, you know, Brian's bread and butter seems to be the germanium stuff. So 
So explain that to us like we're five of how discrete distortion and fuzz. It doesn't matter. We won the war. <laughs> we won the um, war, guys. So it doesn't in, matter. In electronics terms, discrete just means uh, the type of circuit it is. There's discrete components. That's a it's a technical term. Does it mean they're mm. smaller and harder to see? No. They keep to themselves in private. Can all right now explain it to us like we're three. <laughs> so the first five are going this is going live on uh Black Friday. And what I, I thought was very interesting about this one, on top of the fact that like Brian makes pretty cool stuff, uh is that it's going live with no demos or images um, and that the first five are announced are going to be a certain price. The next seven after that are another price. Then the next 10 are another price. And those prices are stepping up by like what? $9 each. And then finally, so after that first 22, then it hits full retail value. You guys have any thoughts about that or should we save that till we get to the topic? <laughs> I guess we'll say that. Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. What topic? This is foreshadowing, Scott. How do you foreshadow without knowing what the... I don't know. I'm uh, I'm, I'm Jewish. I don't have a foreshadow. What? <laughs> Moving on. So Boss has unveiled <laughs> the next tone, guitar amplifiers. Diaz, do you have any thoughts on these things? Describe it. You want to uh, lead us into this? Uh-huh. Uh, um, yeah, so I really didn't, uh, I've seen them around. I haven't had a chance to really check them out too much, but it, I'm trying to find the picture cause I was looking at one of the pictures and, um, yeah, and unfortunately boss's website is down right now, which is not okay. making life easy on us. So it looks, I mean, it's pretty much an extension of the Cantana. I mean, it looks like the Cantana's. Yeah, is, is and, this like uh, supposed to be their answer to like the? Uh, it reminds me of the Line tubes. Six Flex Tones. It is not an answer to the new tube. No. Okay. So no. I, I would say this is like this is what's meant to sit between the Katana and the Waza, essentially. Yeah, and um, this doesn't have. Uh, let's see, it has so it has its own editor. Um, and you can change things. So it looks like it's not the sense. It, it's not like the Katana in the sense of it, like has a million different amp, uh, not a million, but a bunch of different amp styles to pick from and all that. It seems like it's pretty well set on being kind of a, what type of, let's see. Uh, so originally when we had the Katana come out, what, so the katana was interesting because everyone hacked it, right? And it unlocked right. all those bonus modes that we weren't supposed to have, right? Mm -hmm. It was only supposed yeah. to have the five or six settings on it. The acoustic clean, crunch lead brown, I think yeah. was what they are. And my katana is too far for me to actually um, like look at it. Um, this is set up a little different where it's, it's actually having... Um, it has a 6v6, 6L6, EL84, EL34 mode. And so you switch that knob and now it's basically acting like your prototypical 6v6 amp or your 6L6 amp. So it's no longer like the the 
crazy gain stages and like I, I think the katana 50 they all kind of sound kind of voxy yeah you know um so i'm i'm guessing this is trying to hit the pretty much basics of quite a few different styles of tube amps i would say I'm, so i'm considering selling my katana and getting one of these oh do you think do you think the katana will uh make the the like the price will go down because of this let's see so it looks I mean, like these are british katanas are so cheap already i mean so the the next tone stage is 499 or 439 and 499 i guess those are or it's 499 euros what's what's that in american um often the euro and the u.s price tends to be actually similar just because import stuff but this is uh this is a Japanese product coming in, so I don't even know. So, well, oh no, the the uh, four hundred euros is five hundred and seventy-one right now. Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, that's it's a, step a little up. bit. Yeah, that's. I mean, it's probably going to sound a little better. And every you know, the katana already sounds great. So I'm guessing it's. With it the, does, but know, I I kind of want something that is like light. I can bring it around and at like. And it can do fendery and voxy kind of stuff is really what I want. Wait, um, hold on. Real quick. Yep. Are you guys on music radar? Yep. Are you, you scroll up to the video? Is yep. it paused where they're like staring at, like they're both looking down at the guitar? Yep. I totally think they're going to play more than words. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just had to bring everyone down that rabbit hole that is me. an intense song with two men singing at each other <laughs> that's right <laughs> i still love um, oh my gosh so, jack white so again this is this is a very straightforward amp um what's interesting as well about it from a technology standpoint is it's still not a modeling amplifier where the katana did some modeling in it um mm -hmm. so uh, modeling being like it runs through a a dsp and gets like the sound shaped by a DSP. This is still like an actual amplifier circuit that is designed to be a solid state model of each of those circuits. So that, that's actually a pretty complicated kind of process, actually uh, reminiscent of back in the cyber twin days. Uh, that thing? Um, I had one. Yeah, that did a similar thing, but I'm imagining this does it a little bit better. That's cool. Yeah, I would say so, because like, I, I did like the Katana. I don't like own one, but this seems a little more up my alley since it's, you know, you kind of know what you're getting into a little more than the Katana more as than far words. as like models. Yeah, it, this is much more straightforward, I think, than the Katana is going to be. Whereas like the beauty in the Katana was once you kind of cracked it, cracked it open with the firmware hack and got all those extra amps unlocked, that's when it really became fun. Do you think someone? Do you think someone's gonna hack this one? I don't know if they can. Why couldn't they? Well, because it's it's much more of a discrete component thing than. Listen, the, if we can get Matthew Lillard and Angelina Jolie together, they're the hackers. They can get into this amp. Or, uh, that is such Robert. a dated reference. That was very dated, but it was a great reference. I'm amazed you knew who he was in that movie. Who Matthew Lillard? Yeah. Dude, he was killer in SLC Punk. Have you seen that? Uh, no, doesn't if, bell. yeah. If if you've if you've seen it, you'd know. SLC Punk is one of the greatest movies ever. Only posers die. Just remember that. 
movie made me cry. Did you cry in Titanic too? No, but I did cry at the pursuit of happiness, man. That gets me every time. When he gets the job at the end, he's outside. Spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Scott, listen. Turns out he was dead the whole time. I saw. I I haven't seen The Sixth Sense yet. Have you not really? No. Then how yeah, do you know the ending? Because everyone <laughs> talks about the ending, so now I'm yeah. like, I don't need to see it. Oh, dude, if you want to see amazing acting, look, watch that movie. And the guy at the beginning is actually Donnie Wahlberg, but he lost so much weight he looks nothing like himself. Mm. Just, I would, just would I recognize freaky. Donnie Wahlberg if? How do you not recognize Donnie Wahlberg? He was a new kid on the block. Yeah, we didn't all have that poster above our beds when we were kids, Diaz. <laughs> there was a guy in there called Jonathan. His name was Jonathan. That's what matters. Is he one of the Wahlberg kids? No, he's the uh, other Wahlbergs. <laughs> Yeah, he's, he's he's Marky Mark's brother. <laughs> so speaking of Boss products, uh, they also announced the Waza Tube Amp Expander. Did you guys get a chance to dig into this one at all? Uh, no. I I looked into it, but I couldn't didn't see a price at the time. Okay, so I don't, it, I don't think they've announced a, fancy, a price yet for US. Is it just it like is. a fancy? Uh, um, Let's see. It, it takes the load speaker out. What is that called? Uh, a reactive load. Sure. Yeah. Or so an attenuator. Attenuator. That's what I was thinking. So, or do you still have to have the a speaker cab hooked up to it? That that's been my biggest thing about wanting to try some of this stuff is mm-hmm. finding one that's decently priced that you can just you know plug your hundred watt head into and not worry about. And this can add an effects loop. That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, so this, uh, yeah, you don't need a speaker with it. Um, what's what's interesting about this is it has a solid state amp in it. So you can take, you know, full load off of your tube amp head into it and then control how loud it is in your speakers um, via that, I think it's a class D amplifier, but frankly, it really shouldn't matter. Um, at that point. Oh, I see what you're saying. Oh, I didn't even notice that when I first looked at it. So it essentially, it's almost like reamping, but that that term has different connotations for a lot of people. Uh, so and it has a headphone jack. It has a headphone jack. You can load IRs into it for direct recording. It has a cab a sim in it. Too. Yep. This is good. I really hope this is going to be less than let's say 500. Because I would put it right under. The, uh, it's like it's torpedoes. Waza. It's gonna be. It's how much? It's, it's no. I'm saying it's a Waza product. It's gonna be 4.99. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be right in there because even the lower end uh, torpedo stuff that's like just the size of like a direct box. Those mm-hmm. are still like iffy in like 250 or something like that. So this is good in between. Yeah, the, a lot of people are also comparing this right now to uh, Universal Audio released their what was it the ox head oh yeah the ox is yeah, not like over a it was expensive yeah it was expensive i mean the two note stuff is pretty expensive yeah. too so but it, it's more like reasonable like i would not mind going out spending 800 on was it like the torpedo live like to throw in my rack with if i had a head case with a rack that would be like a name stay in there just so i wouldn't have to drag the cab with me everywhere 
Yeah. Um, I know uh, when um, Mike Tremblay from uh, Native Effects does his, or it might not be his current rig, but his old rig at one of his guitar shows, instead of doing like the Amplify headphone rig, he brought a vintage bassman into a two notes into headphones. And like, that's what you could demo his stuff on. And it sounded so good. So, um, it would be cool if like that becomes the new Nam rig is like these kind of things. Instead of since it's boss, I mean, worst case scenario, it's mediocre, you know, it's not going to be one of those things. I don't think it's going to just totally suck. Yeah. I think this has pretty good potential of being good. I also, the, the effects um, loop placement of it is an interesting thing uh, because it comes after your power tubes. So if you're cooking your power tubes and no, then you're adding your yeah. delay onto it instead of like uh, like you're cooking your preamp tubes, then you're running that to an effects loop and then you're cooking your power tubes. But I mean, if you got something like a vintage Marshall, you know, you're, you're going to need that effects loop, period. Or a Fender. Maximum load. What was that, Diaz? Uh, sorry, I was I was reading the mass. The maximum load is 150 watts. Yeah, so. so it can it can take a lot of different things, and also bear in mind that's going to be a lot of heat that thing is outputting. Yeah, that's a big load. And then it has presets for ten things. Ten, uh, how do they put it? Ten onboard setups. Like yeah, you have and, different ten programs. Yeah, and depending on how the uh, the IRs are loaded in, I mean, who knows what you can download? I mean, there's such a there's such a good library now out there of like freely available. Oh yeah, so it's gonna be interesting to see if these are like proprietary uh, IRs or not. What concerns me about running this solo is that there's not a visible like fan, and there's only like vents on the side. Oh, it, that fan is clearly to the left there on the top photo if you're on Music Radar's announcement. That cutout right there is clearly a fan. Okay, so there's one fan and then only one other set of vents. That, that would concern yeah. me a little bit. But. Yeah, I mean, output in 100 watts, that can get a lot of heat going pretty quick. So I, I'd be concerned about you rack mounting this, to be honest, given where that fan is placed. That might be tricky. Well, if it's rack mounted, you'll still have some breathable area in there since it's not a top mount fan. But it's still being on the side versus like the back isn't going to be great. Hmm. But even setting this on top of like a head case wouldn't be too terrible. And that gets a whole lot more airflow. So. Yeah, I assume this is going to be one of the NAM releases, and they just kind of put all their press release their, or their big stuff out already. Uh, but I'm really curious. I think price point's going to be the major thing that like is the sink or swim of this product. And yeah, since it's like... Boss, I, I think it's going to be less than the boutique stuff or the, the, the high-end stuff. So hopefully it comes in at the right spot. It's going to be like, I think it's going to be 399 to 499 yeah, that that seems really actually low considering how much stuff is in there, though. Yeah, well, that's a good thing about boss. That's usually what happens. Like, you, like at first you're like, it's a boss, it's this much, but then you get it and you're like, this has a lot of stuff going on. 
Well, let's uh, let's take another step over here. Um, if you we, look on your left, we we teased this a little bit, or Diaz alluded to it last week because it got semi leaked. But Chase Bliss yeah. has released the Dark World Dual Reverb. Yep. So it's their first fully digital pedal. Um, you know, because one of their things was digital brain analog heart, and uh, that's pretty hard to do an analog reverb. Yeah, I was gonna say, could you imagine them putting out a big analog reverb no no you actually have to buy the building so you have a hall <laughs> and then and then in one of the rooms there's gonna be a giant plate for a plate reverb and uh there's a cave underneath there's a cave underneath the bat cave actually works fantastic <laughs> and there's a um, mic in the bathroom for uh tile <laughs> and then I, I just want to point out that I do analog reverb for a living and it's very expensive. Oh, we don't doubt that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's got like, no, no, no. $400,000. You got to build a whole new building. That's a cheap building. I didn't say, I, I mean, I, I, I don't know what oh, their budget is. That's just my fees. I'm good with that. Um, no, I, no, I'm no, happy I to charge a $400,000. A one-time consulting fee. <laughs> he just walks in and just goes nah and walks out that's it that's his consulting oh gosh I, I nah. love those days where I, I have days where I just walk in and go yeah there's your problem and I'll write a report bye <laughs> no. I don't but think I've ever really talked about what I do for a living on the show and so no we want to keep uh, listeners so yeah <laughs> 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 Sorry, I don't even want to listen to me talk about what I do for a living. So uh, you can just fast forward like like thirty minutes. Yeah, just catch the end of the podcast. <laughs> but uh, so so the cool thing, um, I watched uh, sixty cycle hums demo release, um, because they were good boys and didn't spread it. Uh, I don't think a demo person spread how, it. How much of a leak was it really? Like it? So it, it was, was no one knew. Everyone thought it was a reverb. Because that's just the logical sense of the fact that they do modulations. Well, and the name and, leaked like six months ago. Well, yeah, but uh, that's easy because a lot of times people are filing for copyright. Mm-hmm. And all you can honestly just look. And there's honestly people who do that. I've seen it where they look up who copyrighted. Mm-hmm. Right? Like if, if Brian Wampler copyrighted this and they're like, that's going to be the name of the pedal. Or it's, it's possibly. But the thing that really sucks is that it was teased very well oh wait hold on you know what? we'll just talk about this because we're this is going to be the topic so we'll i'll talk about that later we'll circle Sorry. back yeah just put a pin up put a pin in that yeah, we got yeah. one more thing to talk about. all right so <laughs> two more things let's actually talk about the pedal what it is and what it does real quick here um i i think one of the my favorite parts about this is there are three brand names on this pedal right now there's cooper effects there's keely and there's chase bliss and so Seeing how much of a collaborative product this was to get it out is really cool. There's that mini documentary that Chase Bliss announced with it, where mm-hmm. it has him sitting with Robert Keeley and it has him sitting with I forgot who Cooper FX's owner is. Sorry, um, but them them talking about like what it can do, benefits of it, and like the process of how they got there. It, it it's cool to see that type of professional collaboration on something. And then on top of that, watching how this is literally two independent reverbs interacting with each other. So this is this is closer to what like what the brothers is in terms of that 
that versus like a a lot of other Chase Bliss pedals where the two pedals one has a function on the primary function. Huh. You know, like it's a tap tempo or it's a hold switch or something like that. This is literally just two circuits in one box. Um, and you can change around the order and how they play with each other. Um, and how one is traditional reverb, so spring, hall, and uh, a plate reverb. And Robert Keeley helped design those algorithms, and they sound fantastic. And then the dark section being the modulated reverbs and shimmer and all the 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 really weird and out there stuff and then how the two play together is really really cool and i want one oh you're gonna have one yeah I, this is only 350 yeah like you may have that? seen me you may have seen me list a few more things online to sell right now <laughs> because i want to buy one yeah this is gonna be awesome yeah well the the only thing that um kind of makes me nervous is I've never messed with the um like expand like I've never messed with a uh Chase Bliss pedal and like whenever you're like programming and all that mm-hmm. it just seems it's very overwhelming just looking at stuff but you've got you got the uh Red Knob mod Total tonal recall, don't you? I do. So do you just use like the like two settings or do you control it at all? So I have a fade switch with mine, so I've got six presets sort of figured out. Okay. Um but I really don't play with the dip switches on the back that much that do the ramping. Okay. I found just enough wealth of sounds in there of um sort of different delay needs. Um just in the traditional six knobs that um i haven't even dove in that deep i mean and that's the thing with chase bliss pedals is a lot of them are actually very simple to use before you get to the dip switches so if you just ignore them they're actually very easy to understand pedals that's cool i need to i really want to get a chase bliss pedal at some point i've never owned one that's one company i've never owned i highly recommend like when you're at a show and they have one of their folks there like Zach is really good at explaining how the pedal works. Um, and like, he'll, he'll do a live demo. He's like, so I'm going to flip this switch. I'm going to flip this switch and check this out. And all I'm doing is moving this knob from here to here to here. Cause that's what a lot of the dip switches do is it's basically simulating you twisting the knob back and forth yeah. on the top, hmm. which so like, uh, I think on Ryan Burke's demo, he took the mix knob and ramped it back and forth. And it created a tremolo effect. <clears throat> so it's it's I I want this, I want it bad. Well, let's jump. Let's keep moving here. Um, the Dunlop has released effectively three products this week. Yeah, the the mini ISO brick power supply, the vintage bass uh, octave. Uh, which is a mini and the uh, way huge purple platypus octodrive. So they, uh, I mean, two of them are just variations on something they've already put out. Um, and yeah, it then, seems like they're going for what's, what's the small Strymon called uh, the power supply from them. No. Oh, oh, the, oh, hi. Oh, hi, Mark. Is that not is that not how you spell Ouija? Am I just wrong? 
like Luigi uh, or like know, a Ouija we've board? Had, we've had this like discussion board. with a guy in a shop, and he's not even sure, and he's like talked to the people. <laughs> yeah. Someone, Scott, uh, if you could put a feeler out there, we can just get a recording of how to pronounce. Yeah, everybody, products. put in your put in our group. How do you say the Strymon Ohay? Oh, I call it Ohai, just like it's it is the Ohai mark. <laughs> I did not hit her. I did not. Oh hi, Mark. <laughs> so yeah, it's expansion of that line. Um, they Is the purple it's, platypus new? Uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. The way he was just still making petals, like bringing out new ones. I mean, they've been uh, they've been steadily coming out with new stuff. I don't know. I, I guess I just never see it. That's probably it. By Jorge Trips. <laughs> or George, however you want to pronounce it. He might be French. George Trips. Oh, actually, sorry. No, it is a... Um, the purple plat- platypus was uh, a previous line. They've brought it back with a Mark II. Oh. Oh. Well, okay. So it's an octave up effect on top of the red llama overdrive so what? somebody drive. did an octave without a fuzz how dare they oh uh, no it, you, you can take it to a fuzz no, <laughs> <laughs> um unfortunately i haven't seen a demo on this yet uh it's been a such a crazy week all right and the last one of the news, 50 minutes into our recording here. I honestly feel like that was like a marathon run. <laughs> Has it been 50 uh, just, minutes? And then, you're, that, wow. then you look down at the treadmill and realize you've only got done like a quarter mile. And you're like... <laughs> Listen, hey, I don't do treadmills, brother. Proverbs 21.8. Only the wicked run when no one's chasing them. Yeah. There's also that whole, you know, New Testament stuff about run this... Yeah, run the race, win a race. But mm, you know, if that. you want to be stuck in the old covenant, Diaz, you know. The wicked flee though no one pursues, but the righteous are as bold as a lion. I'm bold as a lion. Leave me alone, Scott. Hey, Joel, we need you to settle down. <laughs> no, because no, because I didn't say. And now we're gonna make peace with Scott instead of doing this. So we can find happiness in our life so we can get lots of money you're right that would never happen <laughs> that was my joel oc for you, <laughs> you normally i apologize for offending people i'm not on this one let's you're welcome on. you're welcome cody <laughs> cody um, fields if you're listening you're welcome that was for you buddy so the last one to talk about is the hive fuzz from solid gold effects okay Cur- this is a really cool design on this pedal I just, I've been sitting here just staring at it. Oh, the artwork? I love it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that engraved or is it just printed? I was it's actually probably, about to ask that too. If it was it's like laser probably printed, which is fine because it looks engraved. Yeah. It, it's it's got to yeah, be, I'm sure it's It's not going to be etched in any way for 165. Like there's no okay. way. But the cool thing about this fuzz is tell them about the fuzz, Scott. It is available for f- buy one get one free if you're getting any other uh, 
solid gold effects product on Black Friday. Um, actually, I don't know if you have to wait till Black Friday because I want to see if you can do it now. Let's see. The if six was nine looks pretty cool. And there's and the really cool thing about the Black Friday with them is they've got a bunch of different Black Friday edition colors. Yeah, I haven't even I, I'm imagining I'm gonna see a lot of those coming out on Friday. Like it or oh like Thursday gosh. at midnight, you get all the emails from everybody saying, Hey, here's what we're doing. I want the um, funk light. I'm gonna all right, so I'm gonna add that to my cart. Let's go back and get the free hive fuzz. Let's see. I'm going to see. I just want to see if I can actually get it right now. Who's listening to a speech? That's one of my brother-in-laws. I think he's playing Call of Duty. I was like, he's, <laughs> he sounds like Winston Churchill. <laughs> we will not go. <laughs> we will cross the waters. I don't know. That's my hor- horrible British accent. I was really hoping you would just go into the speech from Independence Day. <laughs> <laughs> no. What was what was it? Robin Williams did a little skit. He said the guy who used to do Winston Churchill's speeches, like there would be a guy who would just like do the speeches on the radio for him. So he didn't have to do them. It was the same guy who voiced Winnie the Pooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> so he goes, he's like, we will not go by land or by sea. Eeyore and Tigger. <laughs> So I can't figure out where to put the coupon code in without actually giving them my credit card information. Uh, yeah, what's... Oh, wait, hold on. Hit checkout. You have to hit checkout. I still don't see a coupon. It's on the right-hand side. It's a discount. Maybe I need... Oh, I needed to make the window wider. Yeah, way to go. Oh my gosh. You can do it right now. Yep. Okay, so it's live now. Go buy a high fuzz, everybody. Sorry. Yeah, since this comes out on Wednesday, do it now. Yeah, do it before Black Friday. All so, right. Um, so like, I think we should move on. Yeah, that gets us to our final topic that Diaz brought up earlier of um, releasing pedals in the rights in the wrong ways to announce them. Because we've seen today, just to, just to recap, we saw um, Solid Gold literally just make this free with any other pedal purchase. Yep. And, and that was Black Friday deals. We saw Chase Bliss with a very elaborate teasing structure that attempted that had somebody, a, a lot of people trying to crack it and figure out what it was pretty early on, and uh, a person wind up leaking stuff. We had Wampler teasing things for a while as well. Um, yeah, which but, did an amazing job teasing. I loved it. But very early on, they actually said it was a fuzz very early on. And then we also had Spruce Effects basically announcing the name, but not even showing you artwork or anything, and just saying "Good Black Friday, it comes out." Yep. With a with a first in gets a discount. Yeah. So I'm gonna elaborate now. I get to elaborate on the Dark World. Yep. So Chase Bliss um, announced the Dark World Dual Reverb today, but there was a big tease on it, and. It was really cool because everyone was like, it's a reverb. You know, it's got to be a reverb. It's got to be a reverb. So, I mean, it's honestly one of the areas that they haven't tackled yet was a reverb that everyone's been begging for. So everyone's freaking out. And then, uh, of course, it was a bass player. I leaked it. The guy who plays bass for Mars Volta and he's played bass for other people. I can't remember his name. But... Juan uh, Alderet. Yeah. Okay. Now my hatred just bubbled. Um, but the, 
he he released it and like apparently I didn't see the post chase a uh, Joel or Chase Bliss someone was just like take it down like dude take it down and was it just like an Instagram photo of it yes it was an okay. Instagram photo and the there was a lot of uh, people who were upset some people were excited and um, I think but the overall thing was kind of disappointment that someone messed it up. And a lot of it's because Joel is such a nice guy. Um, I've always had a good interaction with Joel. I think I've met him a couple times. Uh, but the first Nam summer Nam I went to, he was there. And he actually uh, hung out with me and my wife, gave us T-shirts. And um, we sat down and we're playing with pedals. And it was pretty cool to talk to him. Yeah. And it was just kind of uh, crazy that it got leaked. You know, all that. You, you got to think. These people don't just say, ah, well, you know, we're just release it. And, you know, if we tease it, if someone releases, you know, lets people know beforehand, no big deal. They, they're pretty elaborate on this. And oh, particularly for- Chase Bliss, because they did the whole Analog Heart series. Like they had eight episodes mm-hmm. or six episodes of like a video series. And that's not. Yeah. And it was, it was all kind of squashed. Um, and I've seen, there's been a big discussion online. Uh, I've seen some people say, you know, well, it's going to get, uh, I mean, people are going to find out anyways, what does it matter? And, um, you know, you got people who are like, oh, well, who cares? It's just a release date. It's just one day early. And it's like, man, it honestly kind of sucks. Um, and this is, this is my biggest thing where I feel like it hurts the company, one of the big one of the big things that I mean, look at kind of on Black Friday as a prime example. Black Friday is really big in the gear community, mostly because well, you got sales, but a lot of it is impulse buying, and it's pretty common to see uh, when people have a something that they're very passionate about. Guitar, most guitar players are very passionate about it. We love to do it. Where impulse buying happens because you love something so much, and then something cool gets released and it's new fun and you get really excited. A lot of people are impulse buyers. If you announce the pedal and it's not available to be bought, you've lost a lot of impulse buyers and that's going to financially hurt the company because people are going to sit there and think about it for a little bit and be like, "Mm, do I really need it? And that's, you know, impulse buying is a very big thing. I mean, look at grocery stores. They, you know, they plan their whole stores around it. And, uh, but is a $350 reverb pedal out of impulse buying range at that point? No, no, not, not if you look at, look at the stuff that we yeah, buy. Not for some people. That's, I mean, honestly, I mean, a 350 impulse buy for me, pretty much out of range. You know, yeah, that's kind of, of out of range. <laughs> it's out of, I mean, but, but a lot of these people look at guitars, not a cheap hobby and not everyone comes from the world of, all right, well, I'm going to buy this and then I'll sell this and use, you know, the money to go towards this. There's a lot of people in this community that, you know, you see them, they're like, I bought a, you know, a big sky and a timeline today. And then I bought this and it's like, dude, you, you literally never had a reverb pedal before and you're going to buy a big sky. Yeah. And we're also in a world of 0% financing. Yeah, on a lot of these store credit cards. So I mean that that encourages the impulse buying or the 
oh, well, it's only a hundred bucks a month or, you know, those kind of things. And then suddenly you're oh, over leveraged. Bingo. That's, that's me. Like completely hundred percent me. Like that's really tough. I mean, Z zones, you're like, oh, just one time fee and the rest. And it's the same as cash. Bam. Buy it. So, I mean, there's a, that's one of my big arguments with it. And kind of the things that ups, upset me about it is because, you know, it's not like that's not going to happen. It's going to completely change the way people are impulse buying because they're just sitting around. They're like, you know, after all, they think about it for two days. They're like, ah, no, nah, I'm fine without it. So that's a sale that was just lost. So I was actually in the the other camp. I was in the uh, I, I so I've known about this for a while and. But it was like, oh, it'll be a Chase Bliss Reaver pedal. It'll be ramping. It will have like, it, uh, like I saw a lot of these things coming until I actually saw the tangible product together mm-hmm. with the, where, how the modulated reverb worked in the dual function. Um, yeah. And that finally got me wanting it. Yeah. But it took well, like it took weeks. Like I, this has been spoiled for me for a while. Yeah. And I, I wasn't sitting there like, oh, I, I didn't get the immediate impulse. I need it. I need it. I need it. Until like I got hands on or I had chance to get ears on it and actually evaluate what I liked about it. So I mean, I mean, here, okay. So here's a prime example of like the impulse buying happening. Look at limited runs. Oh, and that's yeah. what Black Friday is all about. Well, you got Black Friday, and look at all right. So look at uh, the Pelotar. Usually, like the pink. I know the pink Pelotar sold pretty fast. I mean, I'm not sure if it 100. percent like if it was a really big increase for Leon over there, but I mean that got rid of I what thirteen uh, Pelotars pretty fast within a week. I mean you've got stuff like that. I mean I just I think it just kind of sucks. I think there's a and and it's I think it's almost as disappointing as like whenever a company releases a pedal and really doesn't make a big announcement for it. And oh, it just kind of limps out there. Yeah. And you're just like, wait, wait, where, where did this come from? They're like, oh yeah, we kind of released it like a month ago. I don't know. That's like, that's how I feel about every electro harmonics pedal. Like, unless I saw the press release, it just sneaks right by me. Oh, uh, Robert Keeley kind of does that. He doesn't tease anything. He just, it, he just makes a Facebook post, hmm. sends out an email and it's not like some big hoorah. There's no tease. Hmm. So, yeah, I mean, part of that as well, though, is like Chase Bliss is a group that only puts out, they put out three pedals this year, right? Yeah. They had yeah. the Therme, the the Condor, and this. Um, and what's really interesting about Chase Bliss compared to a lot of other companies is I can name every pedal that came out from them this year. I paid a lot of attention. I watched a lot of gear demos. Like they were very present in my mind and I didn't forget about them a week later and like uh, how they released their products with a lot of production and involvement and the fun videos of Joel running around in a bathrobe shouting bath, you know, and stuff like that, (laughs) like made me pay more attention to that pedal. And so the release was a lot more effective that I don't think that one getting leaked necessarily is going to hurt it as much as a, um, like a Mr. Black, $75 $75 pedal sale a leak would because that that is more your impulse buy stuff or like uh, last weekend love pedal did another one of their $50 drives kind of things um, those are total impulse buy fodder right 
it's yeah. it, it's a it's a different market and so like spoiling one of those i think has a bigger effect um than necessarily ruining it i don't i don't feel like this big media campaign really got ruined so much as it was just something to talk about and actually probably hyped up the train a little bit because now in a week in advance we're saying oh look at Juan Alderit ruined this blah 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 and we're talking about it right yeah but we would have been talking about it anyways I think the people who cared about it are the ones talking about it anyways um I don't know I think that it makes it really makes it lose its pizzazz like there's no it just it it's kind of like uh, a spoiler it really is a spoiler it's like you know you're walking you know in to see a movie you get your popcorn you're so excited you're like man i wanted to see this movie and then the the guy walks by you who works there or like i don't know he's like the little kid with the broom and the dustpan he's like yeah leo dicaprio drowns he dies in the movie and you're like dude what the heck why'd you ruin titanic for me Oh, come on. You didn't see that coming. Didn't what? The reverb? <laughs> Titanic, oh, t- Titanic sh- sinking. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, listen, man, I used to... My, so I went and saw that movie in theaters. Man, I remember it because that was the first time I saw boobs on a big screen. And uh, <laughs> I was with my buddy Clay McKendry. And we went and... Uh, I saw it and my sister hadn't seen it and she was in love with Leonardo DiCaprio. I totally spoiled the movie for her. I just went up to her and went, bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> I was a horrible person. All right, so I'll flip this around. Um, we, we mentioned a few of the other ones, right? Uh, yeah. So I think frustration and um, the chase bliss falls into similar camps of long media campaigns that teased it and slowly released it. And that was a lot of fun, right? Yeah. We're paying attention to it. So how about something like what Spruce Effects is doing? How do you feel about that? Where is, where is that kind of going? Where they're, they're, they're keeping it hid until the minute you can buy it. And, um, there's incentivized pricing if you buy it right away. Yeah. I like that. I like that premise. I think it, I think it'll work pretty well, especially with the the lower price. But it'll. Yeah, my only thing though would be I know a lot of people don't care to like hear things, and they just want like whatever the newest thing is. But there are some of us that you know want to hear what we're getting before. Yeah, I mean, I, this is kind of it's it's a unique thing that like we're spoiled with YouTube demos now. Like, remember when we used to have to like go to Guitar Center and try a pedal before we bought it. Do you remember whenever you used to like read reviews written about pedals and you had to try to imagine what it sounded like? What? Not You you can't really imagine what a creamy distortion sounds like with a little bit of bite. (laughs) Sounds like Bailey's from a boot. So, is a YouTube demo absolutely required as part of a, a release? I know that's something I kind of comment about when we're yeah, looking it, at these it press would like really depend on who it was from and like the price. If you wanna, if you wanna release a pedal in nine months, just send it to me now, and we'll start working <laughs> on the, the YouTube demo. 
<laughs> sorry. But hey, we can probably keep it a secret for those nine months. <laughs> I don't. I don't know about that. <laughs> I, what, what they I have to do is how like, many how many months did uh, Diaz post on Gear Talk Praise and Worship about how good Lambertones pickups are and a demo is coming soon? This is true. Send it to me <laughs> since I'm never on social media that much, and I'll here's, keep it a secret. <laughs> here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Soon is relative. I mean, compared to the end of the world, that was pretty darn soon <laughs> when that thing got released. Yeah, compared to when the dinosaurs were alive. <laughs> I don't know. Might be stretching it there. <laughs> the pedal came out closer to the time of the dinosaurs being alive and into the world. So yeah, uh, any uh, just send it to Diaz. He'll have it done before Winter Nam next year. <laughs> I think we can squeeze it in before uh, Summer Nam. You know, a little no. bit of a, a little bit of a push. We'll just we'll just really we'll just record it at Summer Nam. This is true. And then it'll be there out three months later. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> We've when got this my thing uh, computer dies and it has to sit dormant for a month and a half. I'm surprised that like the Crema version two hadn't been released already. <laughs> he was like, "That was like seven pickups ago, dude." Actually, we beat it by about a month, right? It was only about a month. <laughs> Did I tell oh, you guys man. about I? I... I sent something to Curtis this weekend. You didn't mention it on air, but oh, we did talk about it. Yeah, Curtis and I are working on something. We'll see if it we'll see if it pans out. Is it the P nineties? No, no. no, no. He's fixing a, a pickup of his. Yeah, my no. uh, my John Mayer pickups are starting to go. So he, I sent them out to him, and he's gonna take a look at them. Did you? You so so you sent all three, so that way he can figure out how to make them sound that great, and we can actually have. Big Dipper pickups for sale somewhere? I I may have intentionally sent him all three so he'd be able to look at them and see what he can do. Oh my gosh, I'd have to buy a Strat in a heartbeat. Because uh, he actually, he modeled the um, the triple shots closer to what um, the pickups in the Silver Sky are like. He talks hmm. about that in the ad copy on that. Doesn't mention the Silver Sky by name, but he does mention John Mayer by name. Hmm. Uh, he could just put John Myers. <laughs> John oh, Myers. Yeah. Is that uh, John Zach Myers. Myers' younger brother? I don't know. Have you seen... Listen, if you want to see a funny video, you got to see John John Mayer's like, bloopers from when he was on MTV all the time. Or not the bloopers, but like the cutouts. He he's he was interviewing people at his own concert. He was like in a like I don't know a dog suit or something like that. It was weird, but he's just or it was a bear suit. He's like, so what do you think about John Myers? I'm like, oh, we love him. It was great. Do you ever see his Instagram on how to do a smoky eye? No. no. <laughs> he did. He did one night. He just started doing makeup tutorials on Instagram Live. Oh my gosh! Did you uh, did you see his uh, how to make a uh love song Mm -mm. oh my gosh it's him like going through and this had to have been right around gravity and uh continuum and all that uh it was great i'll have to send it to you if you want to get in on our uh, john myers text just hit us up in the group and we'll add you to the secret text well i think that wraps up our topic pretty well 
Uh, oh yeah, that was that was a great way to break it in there. <laughs> Talking about John John Mayer in a group text. And, yeah, hundred um, percent so, what I was shooting for. <laughs> thanks everybody for joining us uh, once again. Thank you to Stringjoy for sponsoring this episode. Check them out at stringjoy.com or you can actually email them directly. Um, and if you have any type of questions or you want to, you're like, I got a weird idea for strings. Like I want to make my guitar into a baritone or. I want to have strings specifically for daggad tuning or, you know, any of those kind of things, reach out to them and they'll, uh, they'll have some good advice for you. Um, there's all of our social media stuff to follow us on. Definitely. We were talking about the Facebook group, the facebook.com slash group slash the effects loop. Join in the discussion. I think, uh, I, I would really love on Wednesday when this comes out to have everybody sort of chatting about what's the best way to release a pedal and good mm -hmm. examples. I think this could be a real fun discussion. So please join in on it. Um, follow us on YouTube. We'll have a proprietary link at some point in life. Uh, follow us on Instagram at the effects loop. And then also go on to iTunes and please leave us a review. Uh, positive feedback. Just ignore that Diaz is here. You know, all good things. Um, and I think that wraps up our episode. Thanks for joining us, everybody. Bye. Man. Scott didn't do the, for the effect. We didn't say our names. So. No. Well, I'm Diaz. Bye. <laughs>